I'm recording. How dare you, sir? Hello, and welcome to episode two, two ninety-seven of the Universe podcast. Oh I'm God, sorry. Stop. I'm gonna say, Josh has been watching Ed Bolian videos all day, and to me, he's no like, hold hold five minutes. Yeah, but five minutes. I, like he's very successful at what he does. I have no problems with Ed Bolian, but he reminds me of like Bane. automotive Bane. <laughs> <laughs> so I've exaggerated it. I was born in a VIN number. <laughs> you barely adopted the Lamborghini. I've driven it for ten thousand miles. Um, welcome to two ninety seven. I'm your host Jeff, and I'm here with Josh Ostrander and Micah Musio. From from zero podcast with you to two in tight succession. What have I done to earn the honor? Um, you we, have the equipment. We, we <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the drummer. I, it's like yeah. I've got the PA. <laughs> you have the van. Yeah, we um, work twenty feet from each other. <laughs> e- evening, gents. Evening ish. Uh, Five fifty three on a Tuesday. The timer will be. Mm, uh, first off, and most importantly, what are we drinking? Well, I brought it, so I'll tell you. Uh, this is from Pizza Port. It is. Their chronic ale, amber ale, something nice and fairly light with a little bit of flavor to it. Surprisingly maltier than I would have expected. And at just 4.9%, it is, you're not going to ruin your day. It's less than a White Claw. Fuck. White Claw's the White 5%. Claws. I still haven't had it, free. but with all this nonstop free promotion you're giving them, I still haven't partaken. Did I tell you how I clawed out on last Thursday on my family vacation? No. Can you first say what your tagline was for the weekend? Oh, ain't no laws when you're drinking claws, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah, we don't need to hear much Dude, I, claw, claw dude I clawed out, though. Come on. Yeah, you did. Uh, you should tell everybody. You can, you can dip a toe into it by telling how your first, like, claw day went. Oh, so from noon to 7.30, I had eight white claws of various flavorings. Oh. Uh, and then, like, three beers. Ate dinner. Uh, fell asleep on the couch, woke up an hour and a half later. When you say fell asleep, do you mean passed out? Yeah, yeah, but I'm like, you know, kids listen to this. Um, uh, I woke (laughs) up hungover, (laughs) had my girlfriend drive us to the Airbnb, and then was angry for two hours. (laughs) Woke up the next day feeling amazing, but I was super dehydrated, so I was super vascular. So I was standing in front of the mirror. I was like, damn, Jen, you're fucking lucky, girl. I was like, look at She's like, shut the fuck. I'm like, look at this muscle that I didn't know I had. We'll learn all your flaws when you're drinking claws. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. We need to write that one down. Yeah, I'll remember it. No, I won't. Uh, so we didn't do this last time you were on, but now you are a repeat guest, so we're going to treat this as more of a normal episode, and we're going to dive into some news. You don't oh. need to know the news, but you'll have comments about oh, it. Oh, good. Because you're an informed automotive journalist. Sure. <clears throat> <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, first up, let's talk about the Lotus Evija. Also, I'm looking at it right now. Perfect. So the name, this is some good uh, automotive PR BS right off the bat. Uh, the name comes from a derivation of Eve, as in Adam and Eve. And the name means first in existence, even though it's not a dr- direct translation to anything. Um, so that part's dumb. The rest of it is awesome. It makes nearly 2,000 horsepower, over 1,200 pound-feet of torque, zero to 62 in less than three seconds, even though it's one of the heaviest uh, Lotuses ever or something. I don't know if it's the heaviest Lotus ever, but it's heavy for a Lotus at 3,700 pounds. That's, what do you think an Evora is? I don't know. I'll find out. Keep Top going. speed is 200 plus, range is 250 miles on the combined WLTP cycle, which I think is Europe's cycle which would make sense because it's a Lotus. Um, 1.9 to $2.5 million, which is fucking crazy, but it does look like a combination between a McLaren and an NSX concept, so it's pretty badass looking. 
I'm skeptical about Lotus Concept because do you remember a few years back when they unveiled five concepts at the Danny LA Bubba Auto Bubba Show? Bubba they were so good, though. Were they, though? Yeah. I no, mean, yeah, but I mean, like, <laughs> if, if you do five concepts, A, if you build none of them, they right. weren't good. Yep. B, there was True. very little distinction between them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and C, now I don't know what to believe anymore. Yes. Like, are they going to actually build this? Or what, what do you think the odds are? The, this I mean, like they've, they've, set a per, they've set an actual production number. I think they've taken orders. Okay. Danny Bahar is not in charge. Very wealthy idiots who are not Saudi Arabia. <laughs> not all of them. It's, I mean, it's a Lotus. It's an electric Lotus, so there's some cool factor to it, certainly. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll it'll be very interesting. I don't know the motor spec, the battery spec. I didn't catch any of that. You got a um, pick of that thing? Yeah, an uh, Avora S weighs about thirty one hundred pounds. By the way, okay. So, the, uh, all so that's not that. That's so not bad then. No, this is the car. Well, everything's posted online as rendering because Carfection shot a video of it, and oh. it's the same silver car. Huh? Did you see how they announced it in London today? No, they had like. 40 Elise Exiges and other older Lotus models, all yellow, like do a route in town. Ooh. Like a lightning bolt? I don't know. It was just like there. What if it was a lightning bolt from the air? From the air. Sure. <laughs> no, the, it was just like a route, like start here, oh. go here kind of thing. The, the craziest story that ever happened to me on a press trip happened on the Lotus launch. Oh, oh do tell. Do tell. Uh, so it was the um, Exige. This is back in like maybe... 2008, 2009, uh, I think when it first got supercharged. We were at, um, uh, what's the place up near Pahrump? Is that, um, you uh, know, uh, it's um, escaping. Spring Mountain? Spring Mountain. We're at Spring Mountain. And uh, for me, I always loved the Lotus. It was a big deal to drive that thing on track. Yeah. I'm you know, sort of new to the industry. But I had heard that the guy who owned Spring Mountain had a helicopter. And that was oh, back when I was, I was doing my flight training. So I told um, the PR guy, I was like, hey, if you guys do any like, flights with a helicopter, you let me know. Sure enough, uh, the guy's going out. He's like going to take a couple people. So I went up with the uh, guy who owned the place nice. I, and uh, a PR guy. And so we're in the helicopter, and he's kind of dazzling us. You know, took us up to the mountains, and then kind of, we're coming down at like a very, very swift pace, and we're low level. And when mm. I say low level, I mean like the skids are below the tops of the of the cactuses, cacti. Yikes! And we're kind of like weaving back and forth at like you know, top speed. And I was, I think, well, he's trying to impress us. And I was like. I mean, this seems really dangerous, but it's very cool. And I had heard that he was like in Vietnam. Oh, and so my assumption cool. was like, That's this guy's so like rad. a helicopter pilot. And so it's like, wow, this seems really dangerous, but uh, this is great. Then, bam, we hit a cactus with the uh, spar that goes out to the skid. Uh, and I know that because when, later when we landed, I saw the impact uh, spot. So there was real damage. But it was one of those moments where it's like, I kind of know what it's like to die in a tragic yeah. helicopter crash, <laughs> except we just didn't. Uh, and then, so so it was real quiet in the cockpit. And then we flew back to, Sp- uh, to Spring Mountain, did this really low pass kind of between <laughs> the cars and like like the, uh, the, the hot pits. Yeah. Uh, this massive uh, kind of nose up thing. And then... He uh, took us and showed us around Pahrump. And, uh, you know, it's like, that's where the Walmart is. I've got some land there. And then he, uh, he was circling the <laughs> he was circling uh, one of the brothels. It was like the chicken coop, know, the chicken coop something like that. It, it, anyways, <laughs> it's, it's where, where the, uh, the, the working ladies work. Right. And uh, he, like, brings it around, fucking lands in the parking lot. And so like, the brothel right or of the no. brothel. Oh shit! Yeah, like literally from the sky, we're dropped into this brothel, and nice. he's like, "I'm going to show you guys around." And like the, the crazy thing is, like, 
uh, they just bring out cones and sort of cone off the helicopter. Cause he's, he's a regular. Like, he's, he totally. <laughs> this is like a really normal thing. So we go inside, and then like uh, there's a madam, and then there's like ladies, and they're uh, like, hey, are you guys here? You ready to party? You want to party? Jesus. And then we get this whole crazy tour of the brothel. And, uh, How do you tour a brothel? They showed us like. Imagine a, you were with your buddies on a bachelor party. You're like, we're going to go to the brothel. You pull up, there's a coned off helicopter. You're like, oh, all the ladies are definitely taking <laughs> right all now. busy. We should come back in like 45 minutes. There are amenities at uh, at that place that I just didn't know exist. You can have like a dinner, and then there's like like low cages. The saddest shit ever. <laughs> Wait, lo- what low <laughs> low cages? Low cages. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyways, it was it was like a really janky kind it. of place. I got just it. kind of I don't know. Anyway. Nonetheless, we toured the brothel, and then thankfully it was time to get out of there. Yeah. So we, we powered back up in the Darn, chopper, you had to go. flew back to uh, to Spring Mountain, and then of course after all this, the question is: Do I tell my? How do I tell my wife about this? You just yeah. tell her the whole story. I, that's the yeah. thing. Yeah, so like just... like it's like, sweetie, I was literally dropped from the sky at this brothel, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm here to t- tell you about it. So he said he was in Vietnam. Yeah, so he wasn't a helicopter pilot. I was going to say, was I, was like gonna say like, <laughs> I think he was in the shit. He was like, I was there, but I, like, I wasn't like there. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. wished I was on the helicopter. Yeah, for an exchange was it a nice situation. Chopper? He's like, I was on vacation. R44. There. Oh, geez. Yeah, so it's fine. Pretty kind of mainstream deal, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyways, that was crazy. That is crazy. Jesus Christ. Moving on to the next bit of news. <laughs> Jeez, sorry. So how about that Lotus Avija? Oh, it's uh, not Avija. It's Avija. Cool. So the Avija, um, I'm American. I can say it how I please. And that J looks like a, a J. <laughs> the new Skyline in Japan. Uh, essentially a rebadged Infinity Q50, badged as a Nissan with a different face. I think it looks pretty good, especially uh, they did circular taillights to tr- tie it into the Skyline family. Handful of trims, but the top trim that I'd be most interested in, there is a 400R, which takes the 400 horsepower twin-turbo V6 from the Q50 Red Sport. So it's like a nice-looking Nissan sedan wearing the Skyline name. Pretty cool. Does it have the direct adaptive steering? Because if it does, it's dead to me. Right. I know. I don't know. I, I don't know if they put that on their Nissans in Japan because here it's an infinity only thing. Yeah. And if it doesn't have that, it is alive to me. Yes, that would make it great. Tell me how bad that steering is because I don't recall. It's it's truly awful. Uh, you know, the pitch is... Is, is it that drive-by-wire steering? Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. ugh. Yeah, yeah, teamed up with the Gran Turismo people to make a car. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, no. I remember that now, yeah. It's funny, though, because there have been two generations of it, I believe, or two iterations. The first one was truly terrible, and then the second one was a little bit better, um, but still bad. I like the possibilities of drive-by-wire steering. I remember... We are nowhere near what... There yet. Do you want to know how I remember this car is drive by wire steering? Alex Roy posted a uh, April Fools. I did the cannonball. Oh, he did the game. twin steering. Twin steering. That's the only reason I remember this. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good one. Roy. Thanks, thanks, bud. Um, so I think that's pretty cool. We're not going to get it though because it's Japan only. It's Nissan. It's it's yeah, but it looks good. Uh, if you want to pull up a picture for Mike yeah, to yeah, see yeah. while I talk about the next thing here, is they're pulling up that picture we have. Another bit of news that is a big deal. Uh, this Thursday in Orange County, California, oddly enough. Uh, hold on, he's pulling up the picture so Mike can see it. I want to get a reaction from it. Oh. Yeah, good looking yeah, face. Yeah, okay. I'm Should trying to dig, dig in the nose. Let me see that. Yeah, uh, GTRS. Let me see that ass. Having trouble scrolling. scrolling. Having trouble scrolling. Keep scrolling, buddy. Keep scrolling. 
Yeah. I that, mean, they're very Mazda 6-ish in that shot, but it ties into the skyline name. Yeah, no, that's not bad. That's yeah. not bad. And, of course, we don't get it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so big news. Yeah, uh, C8 Corvette in Tustin. Of all, I mean, I know why they're doing it, because if you just don't know the area, you'd be like, why the fuck are they in Tustin? It's because one of like the largest open, I, I don't even know how to describe this building, but it's, it's an a ex- blimp, hanger. blimp hanger from World <laughs> yeah. War II. Oh, El Toro? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I well, mean, it's, it's technically Tustin. Tustin, yeah. But it's right, ne- it's... It's near El Toro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, I think there used to be hangars at El Toro. Those are gone. The only ones remaining are the two in Tustin. It's like next to a mall or something, or like kind of an it's outdoor... next to like, the I think we've condos seen and shit now. Yeah. Mall. Yeah. With, um... Yeah, we Do you know where before. you will have seen this before? If you watch the terrible reboot of Knight Rider, that was like their base of operation. Yes. It was uh, a, bil- a blimp hanger. Acura has filmed some commercials there as yeah. well recently. I've noticed that. Um, it's in commercials and movies and television. But So it's a giant... Think of a hangar to house a large blimp. Chevy's doing this inside of that, and um, it's going to be it's it's going to be way too many people. We're not going to get anywhere near the car, I bet. But and you two are both going, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm cry, so... Um, I'll be there for Universe, and Michael will be doing his work for Kubabi. <laughs> uh, so, but it's, I mean, wh- what are you thinking Way ahead of the reveal this thing? I just think, um, one one of the things I think is interesting is that um, the anchoring point for high performance, I mean, like an American mid-engine supercar has been uh, established by the Ford GT. And so you, it, I think what's interesting is that you know, there's like kind of that performance um, uh, anchor point at half a million dollars. I'm curious to see how close GM can get to that with a vehicle that'll be what, like a third of the cost. Uh, I mean, sources at Car and Driver are saying the entry level one is going to be seventy thousand dollars. That's crazy. Yeah. But is that one actually going to exist? Yeah. Yeah. This isn't Tesla. I mean, <laughs> the, <laughs> good point. And they think the like the base car is still going to be called a Stingray, is what I've heard, and and so. It's it's probably it'll have a V8. They won't do a base Corvette without a you know. It's not going to be like a Turbo Six or something. So they're doing a manual, like a dual clutch. I mean, I would have to imagine it's. um, I don't know, man. Does anybody even make a good transaxle manual anymore? Aston Martin has one, and it's transaxle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, And theirs is neat because when ZF designed the eight-speed for Aston Martin in any of their cars that also had a manual, they designed it to fit in the same size packaging or something uh, like that, okay. like something really neat. Um, yeah, was, or no, it was they. yeah, it fits in the same packaging, but it also mimics the size of like their six-speed sport shift or seven-speed, whatever their garbage gearbox was before they switched. Uh, this will definitely be interesting. There's, you know, the people are speculating, though, that the top tier levels could carry the code name Zora, could be a 1,000 horsepower, no. there could be a hybrid, there could be, I mean... They do need a they do need a top flight mega horsepower version though. Like whatever the ZR1 version is going to be is going to be fucking crazy. Uh, the GT500 is well, how much 750 oh, or yeah something like some that. Some insane amount of horsepower or 740. Um, I mean you can get Dodges <laughs> at 840 in yeah, full but those race are, trim. Those are boats. Doesn't matter. They exist, and that what people see when they buy is the number. Those people are dumb. Well. They're the ones with the money somehow. Um, it's going to be very interesting. 760 on the Shelby. Crazy. Crazy. Pound feet of torque. Do you think a mid-engine Corvette will shift the demographics? I mean, because like I think if I say Corvette guy, what do you guys think of? Right, gold right. chains, Hawaiian yeah. shirts, Hawaiian sandals. Uh, what about ponytails? Is that in the game? 
depends on on the which, older of the scale. Yeah, I'd say is. more of an East Coast Corvette owner. Okay, okay. Like a New Jersey Corvette owner goes ponytail. Florida. Allison's dad. <laughs> 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 that joke. I was like, who the fuck is Allison? <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. And uh, that drops. That news drops on Thursday. Holler. Um, so yeah, stay tuned for that. Uh, I'll be there. Uh, I'll try to grab some video while I'm there. Um, at the very least, I'll get some photos. Uh, I'll just post them on Instagram because that's all that this job amounts to anymore. Anyway, <laughs> nobody reads shit anymore. Um, we are going to jump to some questions before diving into a little bit more meat in the second half of the podcast. So to start it off, I'm going to Patreon. I've pot. I know there's been talk of what we're going to do with this podcast. I've paused the Patreon fees the last two months, so I'm not charging these fine folks, but I haven't taken down the Patreon page just in figuring out what we're going to do with the podcast after episode 300. So first, uh, there's another one, by the way, if you finish that. Oh. Um, the uh, first question from Patreon tonight. Sorry, I was pointing at I'm the like, air. I wasn't pointing I, at you. What am I missing? <laughs> Look at the wall. You don't have your, <laughs> like, your eye implants in? I haven't done this yet. I know. Hollow ride. Craig on McBride. Craig on McBride asks, if, Craig on. if I were going to buy an E38 to fix up and use as a daily, for those of you, that's the um, like the James Bond era 7 series, my favorite of the 7 series, would it be worth it to spring for the V12 or is the V8 reliable enough that it would make up for the loss in power? The V12 has two computers controlling it. The V12 will be a nightmare, but it'll be super cool. If it works. I think the V8s and those are pretty stout, though. I mean, I don't have enough... I don't do a lot with BMW, but it's a sweet ass ride. You know that era, like the real square. It's pre-Bangle. Oh, I have thirty-eight. That's real boxy, beautiful oh, seven that is series. A beautiful seven series. Yeah, I literally know nothing of this this domain, but that right. is a beautiful car. I feel like if you're gonna get that, maybe you should just go for the the straight up baller one and then deal with the ramifications. Right, and just live your life. Like right. Yeah. It's the one in the Bond movie where um, he was in the backseat driving it from like a Nokia oh, phone. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is great. <laughs> what James Bond is that? That is uh, Pierce Brosnan. And I think that was in. Uh, I don't know if. The, I don't think it was Die Another Day. Tomorrow Never Dies. There you go. Lots of dying. Uh-huh. Um, he died a lot. <laughs> Dan Mosqueda, have you reviewed the Maserati Levante or Ghibli? I was at a hotel and the local Maserati dealer had over 60 cars in the back lot. Are they that bad? Uh, Ghibli, I, I, there's a story I can't tell here. I want to like that car. Yeah, I think I wanted to like that car too, and then I didn't, and then I started something of a furor when I did my video review. Uh, but I haven't driven, so I guess maybe for perspective, I haven't driven a Ghibli in probably, when did it come out? <laughs> I don't even know. It's probably been five years. I've seen some crazy lease deals. Yes. Which, um, so I, uh, yeah, at my desk, I used to have a, a chart that showed every car maker, yeah. and I would just put a little star next to the ones where I I'm like, this one can't be around for that much longer. Oh, and uh, I mean, not that they have SUVs in the fleets. It's a sort of a different story. That's the but crutch, yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless they've radically updated the Ghibli, there was some very weird, like, steering behavior. The handling was just, there was something odd about it. I drove one years ago, and I remember I didn't hate it. Uh, it was better than, like, older, like, Quattro Portes and stuff like that, because mm-hmm. those were hot garbage that sounded good. I have not driven the Levante, but that is uh, what is it underpins that? Is that an Italian deal or is that like a Jeep Grand Cherokee? Like, what is that? I haven't driven the Levante either, so I honestly could tell you. Um, yeah, I'd probably come out in 2013. Yeah. Okay. So that'd be the last time I drove one. And I think they have a second gen of that car, right? Like, it's gone through an, a refresh or something uh, at least. A little bit of a mid cycle, little something. Yeah. I, th- I stink so. <laughs> um, 
But yes, they are that bad, Dan. <laughs> It'd be fun to lease for a little bit if you have another car for that when that one's in the shop. Yeah, I've seen some crazy lease deals if you wanted to just sort of dabble in so, the world of so Maserati. Ghibli or um, Alfa Romeo? Uh, Alfa Romeo. Why can't I think yeah. of the sedan name? The the Julia? Julia, yeah, Julia. Yeah. I'd get a Julia. Julia yeah. I mean, both are going to break, but I'd get the Julia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Meow Mark Taffy has a question. How about this? Have a baby on the way, and I want her to have a cool gas-powered car. The idea is that it would be kind of, sort of, an investment, but I'd like her to be able to drive it without extreme risk of death or misery, so maybe not a Viper. Budget is 25 to 50 Wait, I mean, what? that's a lot. I'm really so he, wants to, he has a baby on the way. He so wants his to, wife's pregnant. Yes, he okay. wants to buy a car now. now oh, okay. A gas car that when she's old enough to drive it, it'll be like a nice... A, like a, a minimum a sort of investment, but like a, a good gas-powered car, but nothing that will kill her. Um, is budget safe, is 25 to 50. Is it safe to say he's going to drive it between now and, and he gives it to his I don't know. He doesn't say. That's a good well, question. If it's going to sit there, who cares? Because it's going to rot and die. Well, you could, <laughs> it's possible to take care of it. Like, you, you know, drain it of fluids and rotate the tires and all that shit. And that is crazy. Jack it up. Or 16 years of development, uh, like with safety tech between now and when she drives, no matter what you buy, it's going to be utterly obsolete. Yeah. Yeah. Compared to what else is my, on the road. My daughter said she wants me to save my Montero for her. Though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she said that about your She's truck, too. Four. <laughs> no, she didn't say that about the truck. She has said it about the Mercedes, though. Um, she she never went for a ride in the truck, uh, which sucks. But. Um, well, we know who I has don't, it, I don't so. know what you should get for a kid. Like honestly, like uh, how far will Trackhawks fall? It, it, um, when you can, no, you can't buy that for fifty. An F pace SVR. F pace SVR. <laughs> yeah. Now we're talking. You can buy that for uh, six dollars uh, today. A nickel. I want um, one so bad. I don't, I honestly, I don't, you could go so many different directions with a budget of twenty-five to fifty. Are we assuming new car? It could be anything. He doesn't specify. Let's specify. He just says gas. He says gas powered, and he says cool. So you, a, so you could brown. do like a GT. What are used GT three fifties trading at? Those are probably higher than fifty, I'll right? Uh, are they still doing crazy uh, markups on Type Rs? I there, don't there, know. There is a little something to a cool car that drives the front wheels if you want your child not to uh, hurt themselves. In uh, that same vein, though, uh, like whatever rare spec. WRX STI is out right now. Yeah, oh, the yeah, yeah. S209? 209? Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. yeah. Or a Type RA, though those might be. An S209, I think, it doesn't look different enough from a normal STI. Right. They're not going to be like, oh, that has the carbon roof. But like an <laughs> R to like a Civic, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Or even a Civic SI. But the yeah. Civic Type R, I wonder how it's going to age design-wise. Horribly. Right. Or if I, I wonder, mean, I'm into it. I love the look of that car. No, but the thing is, it. it's going to age horribly. But then, it, like, you have to get past a certain point, and then it'll be like, yeah. oh, you remember when? Oh, the like, a- the Aztec is a, is about to have a moment. Yeah, mark my words. Uh, definitely, yeah. So it's 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 almost like you kind of have to figure out when is that resurgence going to happen, where it's like, ah, oh, that was crazy when we did that. Right. It's it's like getting the uh, you know uh, rich Corinthian leather or something. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, I'd, I'd rock some rich Corinthian leather. Sure, yes, the, definitely. The cheapest G- Shelby GT350 on Auto Trader is forty grand. <laughs> there you with go. with how many miles? Thirty eight thousand miles. Oh, that's actually so it's pretty not good. Too much. And that's yeah, damn. And we only got to go fourteen point three miles away to get it. Where is it? Uh, SC Motors Incorporated. Mm, sounds shady. I got no. a crazy idea. If you're not trying to drive that car, do you know what I realized the other day? Do you know you can buy a used 2008 Bentley Continental GT for oh, like yeah. 35 grand? Easily, yeah. Like, 
I, I was like, I think I might need to go buy a Bentley. Well, you know what I like is going back even further to when they were like, like mindset. The the boxy <laughs> the boxy Bentleys of like oh like the, the early two thousands mm-hmm. like the Brooklyns and then there's like, like a, a friend just bought yes yeah. um, but uh, so like years ago my buddy got married and his dad had bought his dad had tons of cars like some worth a ton some worth you know less and he bought this Bentley I don't know if it was an Arnage or it might have been an Arnage. Uh, so it like still looked classically cool, and yeah. you know it was like an 03 years. I don't even remember what year it was. It might have been like a, I don't even remember what year it was. It was one of the last years where it was like a BMW engine under the hood. So like some of the collectors don't love it, but then others do for because it's better than the six and three quarter of the time. Um, and some of my friends were like, "What do you think he paid for that thing? Like three hundred? I'm like, I know he paid like fifty two thousand dollars for it, <laughs> or like <laughs> maybe even less than that. Uh, yeah. And he loved it because it was super comfortable to take to dinner, and it still looks. Even those old, early 2000s, late 90s Bentleys look fucking sweet. Sorry. So your buddy said, oh, he paid so much for it, right? Like, yeah, like a thought. non-car enthusiast friend. So is that the badge telling them that or the styling telling them that? Probably both. 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 Yeah. That car looks expensive. There's an entire list to be made of like least invested versus um, greatest expression of wealth. And I feel like Bentley yeah, way up. is, oh, is oh, way, way up. Way up. Yeah. Brand new Bentleys? Someone spent a lot of money. Just a few years old, could be anybody. <laughs> could be it's just anybody. Nice car. It's like an, ex- you know how we're joking about that Jag? Take that to exponentially more. Um, Myanmar Katafio says, oh, yep. and this whole podcast will be greatly missed. Good luck with the next chapter. It's not definite that it's going away. I'm just figuring things out. Um, so don't don't freak out yet, Mr. Katafi. <laughs> Dina Honda, what's up? Love the last episode. Micah. Ah. More like that, please. Micah. Ah. <laughs> Any update on the Wombat? Is the Ben sold yet? How's Tony Montera? Uh, Wombat has been on a lift. The underside has been cleaned out to start measuring things, and I'm about to get photos of that soon. Um, the Benz is not sold yet. I'm about to drop the price significantly so if anyone out there is interested in knowing what that is just hit me up um it'll be under five thousand dollars and then uh how's tony montero doing well um i had i had a weird issue the other day where if i was running my ac for a bit it just felt like my r my idle my rpms at idle were just dropping lower and lower as i was driving it more and more and someone said that i should try cleaning my throttle body which might help that so i'm gonna see if that fixes it when i'm not running ac it's fine it's it's pretty much just when the ac is on so Mm -hmm. we'll see what happens because and the ac blows nice and cold which is nice too um jumping over to twitterverse Brian Max, at Brian Max, what's going to arrive first? A better solution to burning dino juice or, hold on, this question's cut off, or a car that will drive me wherever the fuck I desire? Um, I don't know. I don't better think solu- it's, it's, what We have electric cars. Yeah. Now, is he going as far back as, like, well, to manufacture the batteries, da, 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 or is he talking about, like, specific car, like Tesla versus 5 Series? Yeah, I don't know. It could be a good question for a more refined ask. Ask. Um, but you're not going to get a car that drives you wherever you want for nope. quite some time. No way. Mm-hmm. Um, David Baltzar at Standard Six Speed. If car enthusiasts comprehensively took over a major auto manufacturer, how quickly would it go out of business? Oh my god! Before gosh. we even got in the door, <laughs> Bozy responded, "12 minutes." <laughs> uh, no, it would, it would be a catastrophe. It'd be horrible. Uh, it'd be, most of us don't know anything about business. Not, I mean, some of us do, but most of us don't. And no, it would go to shit so fast. Um, 
It would go to shit so fast. I, was it? Uh, it was Bob Lutz. The uh, was it uh, car guys and bean counters? Yeah. And yeah. I, I always use that metaphor, like when talking to my super conservative parents about the uh, valuable friction that comes from di- uh, different ideas, right. and that there's value in, in not having um, everybody on the same page. I mean, yeah. it's critical for success. Right. And that's a really good example. Uh, everyone racers at everyone racers, uh, sincere question, getting the wife, a proper new car or lease. We are ahem, middle-aged, no kids. She is not a gearhead, but likes nice cars. Favorite past vehicles were a 1999 disco infinity G 35. And the last one was an Oh four suburban. It's funny. They have no kids and they have a suburban though. That could have been a tow vehicle knowing these two. She's no brand loyalty looking for something nice, but not overly pretentious needs to be an auto reliable and not stereotypical older ladies car. IE Murano convertible. Doesn't have to be an SUV, just not a traditional sports car. Grand Touring Coupe might be good. Volvo V60 T6. <gasps> I mean, I, I, I know it's not a sport coupe, but like, yeah, you're middle aged, so you probably have some stuff. Okay, <laughs> that's a yeah. pretty good one. It's gonna hold you comfortably. Yeah, it's gonna be. You're gonna think it's cool. Your wife's probably not gonna know or care. Right. It's gonna be like, oh, it look, it's got cool lines. Well, and and you know the interior too. We had one for like a good long weekend, and it had this kind of like cross, you know, sort of like. Uh, the, the like interior a, material yeah. is kind of like uh, checked, not checked, but you know what I mean, stripes and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm terrible at describing <laughs> things. But uh, yeah, man, like uh, that's a really good suggestion. That, the only problem is the center console is horrible still. I, I have Unless no issues. Updated it. I have no issues with the census system. I've, I've always thought no, it'd be just good. like it still has like the number pad. Unless they've updated it. They've updated it. They haven't? Oh, oh you haven't I'm seen thinking, the screen? I'm, no, 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 the... I'm thinking Polestar. That's what's in my head right now. Oh. The newer V60 non Polestar has is updated. Yeah, but they all have the big screen. No, no, no. The Polestar didn't, though. The like the the car that's not out yet. No, the one a couple years ago. Oh, like, oh, oh, like the blue wagon. Yes, okay, yes. okay. That yeah, had the yeah. shitty center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah now yeah. with the, I can't. like Ford esque. Yeah, yeah. But now with the newer updated one, which has a different motor, which is I think it's four cylinder turbo and supercharged. Still cool though. Oh, ASMR. Was that ASMR? <laughs> that, was cool. that was close. Uh, I like your Volvo choice. I think that'd be cool. I mean, they're um, not cheap, but... Acura ZDX. Go fucking crazy. No, are we talking new or used? You well, can they, you get can't a ZDX get, used. Yeah, ZDX. That's what I'm saying. I, was, I thought we were talking new. Uh, getting away from, um, he said new I car would, or lease. So, okay. All right. All right. But ZDX I, is a good I, backup. I, I, good backup. I, I, I think I, Jeff's wife's a good ZDX. Have you priced Planet a ZDX? Is. No, where are they at? I, I don't know. There's got to be so few of them. I, I had really like the one I drove. <laughs> I know. I had a really good weekend in Vegas with one, but uh, I, I don't know where you'd even find one now. No, it's and if you it's, I see more Murano convertibles Ugh. than ZDX. My mom I, likes Murano convertible. That really? makes sense. That's the demo, man. <laughs> My I mom. have literally never seen never seen a ZDX on the streets. I, I have like probably three times. Yeah. And every time I'm like, holy shit, it's a ZDX. <laughs> it was like driving a concept car. Oh, yeah. It was yeah, such yeah. a different design. Like, whoever approved that must have been like, fuck it, let's do this. I saw an Isuzu Vehicross on my way to work this morning. I've seen more Vehicrosses yeah. than I've ever seen ZDX. Well, the X6 yes. was selling, so. Yeah, yeah. But this is even like more out there, I think. It had to be because it's Japanese and it's based on a Honda. Yeah, true. True, true, true. Uh, let's see. Uh, Moto Man has a question. Uh, why did you say no to the opportunity to fly in Micah Musio's helicopter and chase six warbirds <laughs> over the SB Greek Fest? Yeah, I, I didn't want to family die. in town. Why indeed, Jeff? So I, my brother was in town, and I couldn't go to this. Uh, 
uh, Motoman, if you don't know, is another automotive journalist, has a channel um, much bigger than mine. Uh, and <laughs> he is uh, getting his pilot's license. He's flying, and he's, he also runs a Greek fest in Torrance, I think. Yes. Um, so I had the opportunity. They wanted me to shoot video from the passenger seat of Micah's helicopter as Micah tracked six warbirds that flew over the top of this festival. I would have said yes if I was available, but it also still sounds terrifying to me. Because this is like, to me, the people who fly warbirds are like rich guys yes. who are like, like if I'm on a racetrack, I don't want to be at a customer event. Like I've been to a Lamborghini customer event. It was the worst driving I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And I can only imagine, and I'm not, I don't know these pilots. They might be phenomenal pilots. Yeah. But in my head, I picture Lambo guys in the sky. <laughs> That's a bad book. Because I'm, like, I'm like, Micah, this isn't indicative of your flying ability. It's their flying ability. And I don't want to go out like that. That's you know what's exactly how I want to go out. You're right about the <laughs> demo. <Red> <laughs> You're right about the demographics. It's these are like rich white guys. Uh, but what I will say is that you can drive on track in very poor fashion for a surprisingly long time and not kill yourself. True. But formation flying naturally weeds out the less skilled <laughs> yes. uh, components. Good point. So Good point. It, it wound up being a pretty interesting event, um, just in as much as. Um, you know, kind of like circulating over a Greek festival at 1,300 feet, waiting for a, f- a flock of six warbirds to come in in flying formation. What is a Greek festival? You Literally know, Greek you know, Greece, food yeah, and Greek people yeah. and like Greek lifestyle. Yeah. Like it's a Greek community that has a festival. Yeah, the food is great and the people are lovely, I assume. I actually didn't go. I wanted to go back to my, <laughs> my wife and daughter. Busy, I was busy being in the sky. Yeah, yeah, I was in the sky. But it was... It was <gasps> It was pretty cool, actually, seeing like six, you know, cool war, like Nanchang yeah. CJ6s fly through the sky. No, like P51s and shit, though, right? No, no, they do like Nanchangs, and they also are doing fly, flying like Yakalov 52s. These trainers, or? these are like like um, trainer planes from like China and okay. Russia. They look sweet though, because the, the the P51s and the shit like that, that like that's crazy that's like money. Wisconsin uh, Oshkosh. That's Oshkosh stuff. Yeah, yeah, these are like um, my understanding is you can. Get get into like a, a Nanchang, which is like a two-seat aerobatic, uh, you know, uh, fighter thing for like 80 grand or something Jesus. like that. And, and like a broken Mustang is like three quarters of a million. I know. Before you cost, before you figure out what it's going to cost to repair and it's insane. Yeah. This is a long way of saying like, uh, you should, what would it take for you to comply with me? Oh, I'll, I'll go fly with you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I have no problem doing that. I just was the the, the addition of six warbirds <laughs> flying by. I was like, oh, but also busy. I li- legitimately had something to do. Jen said we all are not allowed to fly together. Okay, because if we all go down at the same time, like that's a bad day. It's bad for like ride news now. <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> or just I, like she's just like you can't go in a plane with Micah and Jen. And I'm like, what about a helicopter? She's like, oh God, Lord, no. What, like, you can't come fly with me either? I'll, 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 she can't tell what to do. Do you see a ring? Because I don't. Um, Sorry. Stephen Hines at Stephen Hines. New BMW 1 Series. What were they smoking when they designed it? It could be any other car in the world if you hid the grill. Uh, yeah, you know how I feel about BMW. <laughs> Greg at Superset Greg. This is a good question, Micah. Telluride, Palisade, Explorer, or Pilot? I haven't driven the Explorer, but off the cuff, I'm going to say Telluride. Aesthetics work wonderfully for me. It's yes. got the same basic functionality as Palisade. I didn't see anything uh, when driving Palisade that was so like transformative that I thought I needed to overcome my dislike of the aesthetic. Yes. So, yeah, for me, it's Telluride, uh, Telluride all day long. Same. Uh, the Pilot is probably the safer choice. Yeah. Uh, and the it's new Honda. Pilot's rad. It is good. The Passport, though, is the one I would prefer. Um, but they're specifically hitting three rows. I have not driven the Explorer either. Yeah. That... 
the photos I've seen of the infotainment look goofy as hell. Yeah. Um, and I would go tell you, right? Yeah. Facebook questions. There's not a lot of these, so we'll get through them quick. Um, Josh Howard, what is the most Hooniverse car in Stranger Things? Uh, I have to finish watching the season, so I don't know yet. Um, they're all pretty fucking fantastic, though. The, maybe Hooper's, um, his, uh, what is it, a blazer, I think he drives? Oh, yeah. Why? Uh, why a Q50 is or isn't a skyline? Uh, it well, is now. We covered is. that. Um, <laughs> the old yellow Camaro spotted at the Milford Proving Grounds with the newer VET exhaust. What are we hoping that is? Did you see this? I did not. There was a photo of a test mule at the GM Milford Proving, Proving Grounds. It's like the old F-body Camaro. Is it F-body or G-body? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's like the squared off 80s Camaro mule mm-hmm. hiding something under it, and no one knows what the fuck it is. What the hell does that mean? Right. Uh, I have no idea what that would be. Um, another question. Oh, that looks freaking cool. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Uh, turn it around so Miker can see it. So that's the mule. What? Yeah. Why is this? Why? What? It's so they're, like they're the thinking like that's a great. That's a car driver's probably right that they're testing a crate engine. But if they are, that's the raddest fucking way to test it. This is very cool. And I hate that era of Camaro. Um, will the new C8 be hot or not? Are we already sick of seeing it in camo? Uh, I think it'll be hot. Yeah, I, cool. I want to know what's going on or there. Or it's just some dude who like works there. And he's That'd be like, the best. I got some time to kill. <laughs> Give me a manufacturer plate. I gotta get out of here. Uh, we're halfway through 2019. What's the most significant launch of 2019, including future possible launches worth talking about? C8. It's the C8. Yeah. Um, though I or am Supra. personally or Supra. Eh, eh. I am personally More than the waiting. C8? Really? Not even close. I'm personally right. waiting for. Uh, this won't be as big as Corvette, but uh, Bronco. Though so they'll sell more. Mm. Prop. Oh, Broncos! They've been be a, huge. They, they launched that car like nine times. That's the super you're thinking of, bro. It's both <laughs> that and the Bronco. Russell Gorley, what's the most disappointing car you've driven recently or ever? Uh, disappointing. I don't know. I my Honda or my Mitsubishi Mirage is not as bad as I thought it was going to be. No, it's so. not at all. <laughs> I was one of two journalists who appreciate the Mirage for what it is. Me and Jason Torchinsky wrote the only positive reviews. <laughs> I liked the way the three cylinder sounded, and it was like Sounds nine thousand like dollar car. And and I I, I everybody was like, "This." Pearly Huffman wrote this like scathing review of this thing. It's like a nine thousand dollar car with like Bluetooth and and this and that. And I was like, "Dude, that's this is not. You're looking at this car the wrong way. Like this is absolute appliance throwaway car built to modern standards with like decent fuel economy and all this stuff with a good warranty. And it's safe." Ish four four out of five stars. That's good. I know because I looked up before that's I got good. it. The, yeah, the uh, the three cylinder too. That's the thing that you mentioned. The sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, my motorcycle is a three cylinder. Sounds sweet. I it's noted awesome. that in my first drive of that thing. It's like it's got this kind of growl to it. Yeah, which is is kind of cool. The, the prob- XL one. The problem I have. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Was it three cylinder? Yes. Uh, the problem I have with the uh, Mitsubishi is just that um, you start thinking about what you could buy used. Yes, that's that's where the argument falls apart. But you have to look at the non-car enthusiast who wants a new car with a new car warranty, yes. and then blinders on that they don't know a used market exists. It's brilliant. However, you do need to expand expand the argument. Be like, you know, you could get like like an Infinity G thirty five for um, you could buy a, a, a gently used Bentley. Yes, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Uh, Matthew Carpenter, what's the best car to storm Area fifty one? And this oh, question shit. is for you, All Josh. Right. Okay, besides your all track. how many Chads and Kyles are going to be there? <laughs> Depends how much monsters available. How, 
Um, You've heard about this meme, by the way, right? I've heard something about it, but I feel like I don't understand. So there's a Facebook event page that just says, (laughs) on September 20th at 3 a.m., we're going to storm Area 51 because they can't kill us all. (laughs) Tight. And so it's just, it's obviously a big, it's a meme Uh that I'm actually totally going to shoot a documentary on. Yeah. Just to see who shows up. Uh, the best no, card really is. Doing it. I mean, <laughs> why not go H two? You know, no, or no, Jeep Gladiator. No, 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 no. You got to go some. No, because it's all about the memeing? internet clout and the memeing. Okay. So like a Lamborghini LMO two. No, 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 no. Because that's that still makes too much sense. Because an LMO two can still get over some stuff. Pontiac Aztec. Still makes too much sense. It means we lower the ground low, low. Underglow. I, a dumb question, but is the goal to like get the aliens out? Yes. Yeah, that's what all <laughs> the, the memes whole, are like talking about. To find the aliens and clap. there's like well, gifts of people like it's like a well, gift from a video game with someone driving away with an alien. It's like me and my new friend <laughs> I rescued from Area 51. Or it's like me and my girlfriend when I get back from Area 51. So I mean, I guess uh, there's two ways you could go: sportmobile. Uh, so you get like the van, so you get all that van space. So are you space. a troop carrier, or are you trying to get one one target out? Yeah, Let's yeah. go one target out. Oh, if you're doing one target out, okay, so baller move. Here's what I'd go with. be a helicopter. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's going to walk out. Down. Okay, okay. <laughs> backup plan. Have you seen that? We talked about this. It was at uh, Paco Motorsports, the raised Miata. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I was yeah. about Dude, to ra- raise me on it. Yes. Because it's like, if, if you've been in, uh, stuck in Area 51 since the 1950s, like, what a beautiful way to leave. Top down, breeze in your not hair. Oh, my gosh. Nomad, so though. Nomad. Nomad would be cool. Mm-hmm. The, I think you get, you get shrapnel, though, because there's no doors. <laughs> and Miata, you could at least have some, like, belt line. Resvani mm-hmm. tank j- driven by Jamie Foxx. <laughs> <laughs> um, good question, though. Welcome to Earth. Uh, so <laughs> I, I want to talk about, I'm just see how long we've been doing this here. Uh, can you see some numbers there? 4111. Okay, cool. Um, Josh. Yes. Can we talk about what you're going to no. do? Oh. Not you're saving deal, it? Not until the deal goes through. Okay, uh, you don't want to jinx it. Why don't you talk about it? I don't want to jinx it. You can't, All right. Yeah. Let me just. I have put a deposit on it, though. I mean, if you put a deposit down, okay, okay. you're committed. Should I just do like the whole God, story? God, I hope this doesn't get jinxed. Do yeah, I do the whole yes, story. Do the whole story. Okay, so I just finished my all track, quote unquote, build, wheels, tires, lift, whatever on it. What was it? Project what? What? Project it? lease violation. Yeah, something, something, something <laughs> stupid, right? Just finished that, and um, so I obviously don't need a new car, another car. I do, however, need to get another car before this lease runs up because I'm totally going to go over my miles because I can't count apparently, which is yeah, true. Um, so I was actually at a bar with Jeff on Auto Trader looking at cars, as one does, and I found a 2007 manual S4 Avant, bright yellow, with all the timing stuff done like 3,000 miles ago, six months ago, very recently, for very reasonable. I think the guy won like 15000 for it. So I told Jeff, I forgot exactly what I told you. I was like, if I don't do something, something the next month, I'll call the guy. Because uh, then it's then you know I, I can I can justify it. The next day he dropped the price like thirteen and a half grand, and I was like I don't believe two thirteen and a half grand. two thirteen and a half grand from fifteen grand. I go I don't believe in signs, but this is one of them. So and I was like, but I want to go about this the right way. I want to get inspected. I want to get some extra photos, some extra video. Um, send me extra photos, send me extra videos, no problem. I go hey I want to get inspected by an Audi dealership. I'll pay for the inspection. I'll pay for your Ubers. I'll pay for your lunch. I'll pay for your time. Whatever you want, just I want to be sure. Because if I buy this from you, I have to drive from Salt Lake City to Southern California. He goes, hey, no problem. You call a dealership, you set it up. Dealership gave me the worst time setting up this appointment. I mean, Jeff heard the phone calls. I almost put my head through my computer like four or five times. <laughs> so set it up. I go, hey, it's this day, this time. He goes, no problem. Don't even worry about it. 
the day before the inspection, I'm home booking flights out there because I know the car is going to pass. I have it. I have it deep down in my soul. I'm like, this is mine. Like I've made the decision. I'm counting mo- money in an envelope. He <sighs> s- shoots me a text and goes, he goes <laughs> "Good pause." He goes, "Hey, uh, the car just sold," and I go, and I'm like, "Bullshit." I'm like, "Okay, we're about fifteen grand for fifteen grand did the car just sell?" Like, and, I'll, <laughs> and I was like, "And I'll be there Friday morning." And he goes, yeah, it's just sold. Like, there's nothing I can do about it, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, so now I'm angry because I feel like I've committed to this guy because I've given him money. I've, like, well, you are also already imagining which wheels and tires you'd be putting I'm on I'm still this. doing that. Oh, no. Um, so, I, so I'm angry. I'm like, and well, the thing was, so my mom, who has an old Ford 500, she's got a really bad hip. She can actually drive my Alltrack, though, because it's higher off the ground. So I was like, okay, mom will take the Alltrack. I'll have the S4 wagon. Perfect. Like that's that's makes so much sense now. Like I have one less car payment to worry about, one less insurance, blah 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 blah. So I'm like, fuck. And my mom was getting really excited. She's like, oh, I've never had a new car before. This thing's got a backup camera. It's got leather. So I'm like, oh, I gotta <laughs> gotta take care of Ma Dukes now, right? <laughs> so I'm, I'm angrily shopping for other S4s. Can't find any wagons that I like or manuals, right? Or ones that don't that don't have the timing or that do have the timing done. So I'm talking to Jeff one day in the office. We work. And we sit next to five feet from each other five days a week. And uh, he goes, you know, you should just look at an RS4. And I'm like, no, nah, I, I, I can't justify that much money. Like, I, I want the wagon. I, that's what I want. Like, he's like, but they never made the wagon. He's like, you would be a hero. And I think that's the exact word you say uh-huh. if you got an RS4. And I'm like, all right, I'll look around. Like, let's, let's see if I can find something. So I found one in the great state of Washington. I forgot where Seattle was. For a <laughs> I wanted to say Oregon. <laughs> and I reach out to the dealership, and they're like, oh, yeah, it's perfect. I'm like, well, it's not because it's your used car dealership. Right. right? <laughs> I'm like, I want to get inspected. Is that cool with you guys? First, it was not cool. They're like, well, you know, it's just kind of – it is what it is. I'm like, I understand that, but I'm not flying up to see you. I'm, right. not, I'm not going down this journey unless I can get it. I was like, I'll pay for it. I'll pay for your, your porter to go take it there. I'll pay for his lunch, whatever it is. You need to stop offering to pay for all this people's shit. Dude, I'm trying to fucking get some shit. I know, good but shit. that's like some basic shit they need to handle. Well, I didn't pay for any of it. So. Good. Um, so I, I had the, the inspection shop go over a couple of things. Norm- so on those cars, the only thing you really need to worry about is brakes and the dynamic ride control. Tell Micah how much the rotors cost. <laughs> so the front rotors on a 2007 Audi <laughs> RS4, just the two rotors. The two fronts. Just the two fronts. Okay. For two of them, guess just what do you think they cost? I mean, so I, I know it's going to be a dumb number, so I'm just going to say five grand. Okay. No, it's That's it's reasonable, but high, it's yeah. like okay, but it's, it's still a thousand bucks, right? No, it's six hundred bucks for two rotors. Okay, it's a thousand bucks. Actually, I'll look it up right now. But basically, they're Lamborghini brakes. They're basically like R8 brakes. Like, are they're not uh, Gallardo yes. brakes? I, they're some. I'd have to find the. I'd have to cross reference part numbers, but they're yeah. like they're gnarly. Like they're. They're gnarly. Like, that's kind of cool, though. Exa- that's, that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have the shop. I go, hey, I need you to tell me the exact millimeters of the brake pads all around all four. I need to know tire life because I'm driving a 1,000 miles home. Mm-hmm. If they're going to die when I get home, that's fine. I just need to know about it. Yeah. Um, and I need to know how the how the DRC looks because if that goes out, then I just got to put new coil. Like, I'll just buy Bilstein's or something. Like, I don't care about that. And I go, uh, I, I can see in the pictures it has uh, aftermarket exhaust, which I don't like, but it is what it is like i need to know what that exhaust brand is i just want to know what i'm getting myself into 
He goes, the brakes are totally fine. He tells, I don't have it written down, but he tells me the millimeters are like 0.2 off branding pads. So I'm like, cool, brakes are new. He's like, I can't measure the rotors because they were, uh, I don't have a caliper tool. I'm like, you're, that's very simple. I'm like, the tool yeah. you use for the brake pads should be a major rotor. <laughs> so I'm like, kind of like, this is fucking fishy. Yeah, yeah. He basically gives the car good clean of health. I'm like, cool, email me that that paperwork just so I have it. And he sends me cell phone pictures of it. I'm like, dude, I'm getting into a fucking bad thing here. Yeah. But I'm, I'm this far, I'm like, I'm not pulling out anymore. I'm like, this is a story. This is a good time. Deposit like, placed. Three days later, deposit 10% down. So I gave – so the dealership first – you don't have to go over the numbers if you don't want to. Go over the numbers. No, we can go over the numbers. Okay. Yeah, the car, the car, they <laughs> yeah, want, I want to know the numbers. No, they want twenty-two grand for the car, which is fair for that car of that yeah. year. And it's got it's got like hundred twenty thousand miles on it, so it's got miles for sure. Um, but that's fair for that. It's a little bit higher than fair, but like it's in it's in the Kelly Blue but green thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it's bright yellow, which they didn't make that many of, which I kind of want. Don't know why. So. Put a deposit down, and then I go, okay, so I owe you guys $20,000 and some change. Uh, how do I – what's the best way to pay you guys? Because you wanted to put it on your Amex, which would have been well, awesome. Well, so I go, I go, what's the best way to pay you? I go, it's in my bank account. He goes, wire transfer. I go, I'm not doing a wire transfer because it takes three days to do that, and if I get up there, if I'm going to get there Friday, I want to leave that day. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to sit there till Sunday and drive 1,000 miles. That's not – no. I go. And I don't want to do. I don't want to tra- send you the money Tuesday, because if I had to show up Friday and the car's not there, it doesn't matter because I wire transfer you money. So I go. Can you take a personal check? He's like, no. Cashier's check? No. And I'm like, certified check? No. And I'm like, what's my choice here? Sack with a dollar sign. Yeah. And he's he's like cash. I'm like, I am not traveling with twenty thousand dollars in cash. <laughs> I go. I go. I know the legal. Li- there's no legal limit, but like internationally, it's ten grand. Uh, well, it's not a limit. It's just a limit. You just you have to declare. You de- which means nothing, by the way. Like, mm-hmm. you don't pay taxes on that. It's just like they want to know what's going in and out. So the guy's like, "Yeah, it's like it's like you just put it in a bag." And I'm like, "No, I'm like I'm, I'm like the chances of me withdrawing this money and going home and getting robbed is probably pretty high. Like, who, who like Orange County's rough, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Irvine's tough. Um, so I'm still trying to figure out exactly how I'm gonna. Pay you know what? Two stacks of ten thousand dollars won't take up that much. No, space. it's not the space. It's the fact that I have to. That you have twenty thousand. I have to go from run? my bank to my house, my house to the airport. I have to go through TSA. Don't be a bitch. Tape it to your chest. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or, or, or your thighs or well, something. So I, I, I asked my brother, who's done similar stuff. His brother-in-law has done similar stuff like this before. I go, hey, how do I travel with twenty G's? He goes, where are you flying out of? I go, John Wayne. He goes, what day of the week? Friday morning. He goes, you know how many people leave from John Wayne to Vegas with $100,000 every Friday? I'm like, yeah, but I'm going to Seattle. Like, He's like, oh, yeah, that's kind of fishy. I'm like, he's like, bring it in the envelope that the bank gives you and like ask for a bank envelope mm-hmm. like with their address, whatever, just so it looks a little bit less fishy. Leave it in whatever wrapping they give it to you and then get to the airport early if TSA is going to pull you in a room. You have time not to miss your flight. And then just show them the emails to the dealership. Uh, you realize you're going to go through and nothing's going to happen. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Can but I, it's a better story this way. Can yes. I give you a backup thought? I think uh, you know how uh, you can do like um, you can secure your financing online and then they'll just give you a check. They'll send you a check overnight and then you just pay the dealership with a check. Like uh, Capital One will do this thing. Where yeah. It's like you get your financing, they give you a check, and then you just fill it out for whatever the amount is and then you give it to the dealership and you leave with your car. So then, so basically, because it's, it's cross state. Well, so you get you get like uh, your financing sorted. You give them a check, and then you just pay the loan off immediately. My loan, they just put in my checking account. 
Yeah. Because that has to be a personal loan because oh, the car is not new. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Which, which the dealership also screwed me on because I asked them, like, oh, guys, mm. can you guys finance this? Like, is this possible for you guys? He was like, yeah, we work with 800 lenders. not even a big deal. So I pay the deposit. And I'm like, all right, what do you want my credit app? And he goes, yeah, I don't know if we're going to be able to get this financed. I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, well, my bank can. I know that. My bank's good people. Mm-hmm. So I talked to my bank. And they're like, yeah, well, well, it'll be deposited in your account tomorrow. It's deposited in like an hour. Gotcha. Okay. So you're already paying on this money. Technically, I, my first payment is August 11th. But I got, like, I the loan on it is extremely small. Like, it's not even worth it's like buying a motorcycle. Less than that. Like it's like I need to not eat out once a month. Like yeah. like it's not it's not so I'm putting a huge down payment on it. But it's also like I don't have like a dream car, but this so this came out in two thousand seven. I was fifteen. Oh, that was like that's so, right, so cute. Right so before young. right before I got my license, it was like right Aww. before I started getting into cars. This is a horrible story. When I was a senior in high school, I had a, a social psychology class, and we had like uh, we did this game where like you have a set amount of points and uh, like things in life. Like for X points, you could have a happy marriage, and X points you could have um, healthy kids and things like that, right? And one was like <laughs> any car you want, and that pops up, and I so everybody had, like fifty points. And I was like. 50 points, Audi R8. <laughs> yeah, yeah, broken <laughs> and, marriage, dead children. <laughs> and, and the thing was, my girlfriend at the time was in that class, <laughs> sitting right next to me. Yeah, it was a te- red flag. And it was it was aware that we were together. And the teacher just looked at her, and she's like, I, I don't know. We, we didn't last. <laughs> It'd be awesome if she that. put down the car, too. You'd both be like, fucking high five. No, yeah. she was like, <laughs> no. I want a dog and a fence and a... But the whole thing was like, so Audi R8 when I was getting cars was like the shit. Mm-hmm. So this motor is extremely similar to the first gen V8 R8 motor. It's not the same. Or it's, it's I think it sounds better though. I think the V8 in the R an RS4 sounds better than the R8 because that was began the period the of Audi's like quieting shit down. Yeah. Until they've just recently started making shit loud again. Like that RS4 was fucking incredible sounding. Yeah. That thing so, sounds amazing. And, like, to me, like, that that generation of cars is, like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say golden years, but, like, in German sports saloons, that's, that's straight that's, fire, dog. It's your like, personal yes, golden years. Like, e, like, the, like, the E90 series is cool. I love it. The guy I used to work for had an E93 with a dual clutch, so it was kind of lame. Um, but I was able to drive that around kind of whenever I wanted when I was in high school, right. which was stupid of him to do that. Sorry, Mitch. <laughs> um, but, like, that was cool. And, like, a C63 AMG, if I wasn't getting this RS4, I would look at a horrible beater C63 AMG. Yeah, but the funny thing is, like, you always expect the Mercedes AMGs and the BMW M cars and stuff like but that. But, yeah, this like, is what I'm getting to. Like, the RS model, like, that was in the state. They made 2,000 of those for the United right. States. So they made it. I see it as they made it to prove a point. To be like, we we can keep up with you guys. We don't. We need have you. a Vina too. Exactly. <laughs> like a Schwanz. And <laughs> we can keep up with you guys. And it's the last <laughs> V8 manual RS4 in the world. The one, the wagons and overseas, I don't think were manuals. I've been having a hard time finding that information. Hmm. Yeah. No, you're right. It's a it's a special car, so yeah. it'll, it'll be good. So I'm gonna drive. I pick up the car hopefully Friday. Drive from Seattle to probably Medford or Bend. Possibly, just depending on timing whenever I leave this place. And then there to either Sacramento or San Francisco 
I'm trying not to spend like any money on this trip. Right. Just spend a bunch of money on a fucking car. <laughs> yeah, on yeah, 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 yeah. So I have a uh, Jen's cousin was like, yeah, stay in my place in San Francisco. My aunt's like, stay in my place in Sacramento. So I'm like, well, I got a place to stay either way, but I'll figure that out. And then Sacramento to home Sunday, hopefully. Long drives. God, Long that's such drive. a good adventure. But though. It is. that's gonna be a good adventure, oh, yeah. And hope. And the plan is to shoot it. But you're I, doing it alone. Well, I'm doing it solo, 100% solo. So, and the thing is, so I get there Friday. Formula Drift is in Seattle that same Friday, <gasps> and then Radwood is the next day, literally five minutes from the dealership where I'm buying this car. Oh man. So I'm like, if timing was a little better, I yeah. didn't have to come into work Monday, like. Sorry. I like my job, so. <laughs> yeah. That is so cool, though. So hopefully I'll have it. And then I'll have it down here to go to my personal preferred German shop to get inspected because they're the only people I'm going to trust to touch it. And I know it's going to need a carbon cleaning, which the intake manifolds on those and the RH just just cake carbon like every 40,000 miles. Um, it's direct because it's the first series of direct injection, but it's not direct port injection. So it just cakes on stuff. Like the like same thing as like the Fiesta motors and the problems with. Same kind of stuff. Hmm. Sounds um, terrifying. <laughs> well, no, it, it all it is. It's just like it's just like down on power. Okay. So it's like I think a cleaning is about like five hundred bucks. Okay. So I think I'll handle that, and then an inspection, so call it six hundred bucks, and then the only thing I think I'm gonna do is I want to restore the exhaust to the original oval because uh, those ovals on the RS models look so cool. Yeah. And then um, eventually wheels and tires. And I think I'm gonna downsize from 19s to 18s just for ride comfort and the fact that 19-inch tires are super hard to find in certain things. <laughs> so it's like, I think, and I'll keep Get the a little sidewall, though? Yeah, I'll just, yeah, no, I'll, the, the overall. The, nice and chunky. Yeah, the overall will be the same because you have to because it's nice always right. chunky. <laughs> but I want uh, more sidewall, less wheel for ride comfort, nice hopefully. Nice and chunky. I gotta, that's going to be the title of this episode. Hold on, i got to write that down. Um, so <laughs> if all that goes through, I'll, I'll fly out to Seattle Friday morning, come home sometime Sunday. Can oh. I touch your car? Yeah, dude, you can even drive it. Nah, I wouldn't ask. No, no, no. If no. you I'm let me drive, drive something else in the I'm going to drive it. Oh, oh, a little exchange, a shall little we? A legal trade. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. That's going to be an awesome adventure. Hopefully. Um, it will. Or I'm going to call you Friday saying, can you buy me a flight home? <laughs> <laughs> Why do I sound like Goofy? <laughs> What's his name? Max Garf. Goof? What's the... That's his, that's his kid, yeah. Max. <laughs> uh, fun story. When I worked at Blockbuster, every day I worked there, I would always put on either Goofy Movie or Extremely Goofy Movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. Rollerblades um, are cool, guys. Micah... Uh, tell everybody where they can find you on the internet. Yeah, find me at, at Mike Amusio. That's M-I-C-A-H-M-U-Z-I-O. That's it for literally all of my uh, social media uh, you know, coverage. Oh, and I guess also at Kelly Blue Book, you know, our KBB YouTube channel. It's about to hit half a million subscribers. Really? Hooray! What about, uh, can you talk about any other YouTube things? Like what? Like other channels, you know, we're in a weird phase okay. right now, so I'm just going to keep quiet on Enough that. Said. I feel, I, feel, I don't want to jinx it, kind of like, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, okay, we're moving on. Understood. Uh, uh, Joshua, where can people find don't. you online? <laughs> uh, at Mister Steal Your Dog on everything. If you want to yell at me on Instagram for posting pictures of my girlfriend's butt, that's fine too. Okie doke. Uh, I'm at Hooniverse Jeff on Instagram. I'm at Jay Glucker on Twitter. Uh, also follow at the real Hooniverse. Um, can go we, to close, it com. Can we close it off on a funny note? Yeah. On what happened at a school today of someone's school? No, I'm not talking about that. Come, can I talk about that? No. Come on. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm not ready for that one. Dude, yet. I'll talk about it. I'll nope. Do, oh, yeah. Nope. So what? Nope. So,